0: Welcome to another Builders Problem Solved this Wednesday evening I hope I'm finding you happy and healthy and well and in a good space Uh, And I was just talking to one of our members, or a bunch of our members a little earlier this evening One of which is over in Kalgoorlie, Mitch and Kristen over in Kalgoorlie And they're uh, in 45 degrees bitumen sort of dribbling off the road, uh, yeah, don't envy them. I hope you're keeping cool, smashing the air conditioner. But, um, yeah, not not so warm down here. It's uh, quite comfortable, in fact. So um, for those who are new to Builders Problem Solved, the whole idea is to identify some common, um, often costly problems that are experienced throughout Um, building businesses and offer some solutions and solve some problems Um, and so how that's done is uh, you simply ask questions Uh, you can Facebook me uh, a private Facebook messenger or whatever the the issues to me Uh, you can put it in builders in a circle you can put it in builders business black belt Facebook page you can send me a letter if you'd like uh, and that would work as well let me just get set up. I'm noticing some uh, comments coming through, but I haven't got my little jigger set up to uh, see who's here and that sort of thing um, for some reason. It takes a little while to get going, so I didn't turn it on until we got started. So it's working now, though. Hugh and Jake, Lee, Stevie-O... Uh, and some other people. Andrea is here uh, and still there's other people so uh, I'm not sure who those other people are. it just tells me that they are there. so please put something in the comment section. say good day tell me where you're at, where you is and uh, so I can say good evening. So a few questions uh, that came through uh, during the week. Uh, and the first one that I'm going to endeavour to unpack is one by a Builders in a Circle member, uh, Michael Cunningham. He uh, basically asked the question, um, "How? How?" He said, "How do I hire the right supervisor and when?" Which is two questions. Um, Emma. Is here also. Good evening, Emma. Uh, Jake, (laughs) it says, I'm at bed, but I'm sure you mean you're in bed. Uh, Saw pictures of Jake's ankle uh, on Facebook today. And no wonder he's in bed. It looked like a full-sized egg on the side of his ankle. And he tells me he he didn't fall off the deck or anything like that. He slipped one inch and somehow... uh, jiggered his, uh, his ankle and we saw it all iced up and then wrapped up and now he's horizontal. So I hope that, that uh, gets better real soon. Make sure you look after it. So as I said, Michael Cunningham asked this question, how do I hire the right supervisor and when, which I said is two questions. Um, I want to add a third question to Michael's question and that is if, if I should hire So I'm going to answer all three of those questions, his two and my addition, um, and I'm going to answer the if part of it first. Um, It it tends to be uh, a a bit of a trap that many business owners fall into is we are busy. We're busy, so we need more bodies. We need more hands doing things. And uh, it's, it's not necessarily um, the, the right answer because there are many, many other things that you can do um, before you, you hire somebody. So I'll, I'll kind of address that when I'm addressing the when. Um, I notice all you guys are having a nice little conversation between yourselves all about Jake's foot and so forth. So uh, just chat amongst yourselves while I'm doing this. Um, so as far as the if is concerned, and it's, it's, it's um, I'm going to answer part of the if in the when, if this makes sense, uh, because there are things that I think that you should exhaust before you go uh, hiring somebody else, because it's a tremendous cost financially, time-wise, emotionally, the whole thing. Um, but if you should – the if is really focused on Michael's question where he said uh, how to hire a supervisor. And so what I wanted to add to the question was if you should hire a supervisor. And so a process that I suggest you go through is building what we call a map of the business, and it's just basically a – a flow chart, if you like. So it's just a bunch of squares. You've seen them before. They're generally hierarchical uh, and you've got the boss at the top and then you've got the you know, managers underneath that and then the supervisors underneath that and the worker bees underneath that. Uh, first thing you do when you build a map of the business is flip it upside down and there's a really important, essential psychological reason behind that because um, I, I know that, uh, I've, I've taught this for so many years, decades, in fact. And even when people do flip their map upside down, so the owner of the business is at the bottom, and then let's say the the, the general manager or you know the, the the production managers and or admin manager whatever is in the next line up. In people's mind, they their 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 language is the people under me, the people work that work for me and all of that sort of stuff. And if you genuinely want to build an effective business, your mindset has to shift so you genuinely believe you're at the bottom of the pile if you own the business and your job is to support the business, support the next level of people underneath you, which gets you to start to... Um, Reprioritize your time uh, and the activities you get yourself involved in. So, one of the things you absolutely must do if you're going to make this work is start to improve your skills of leadership, your skills of communication, your skills of influence. Um, you, you, you've got to understand a lot about psychology if you're going to be effective as a business leader. Business leaders shouldn't be sitting at the top. They should be here supporting and teaching the next level of people to support the people that they need to support. And it's it's just a real mindset shift. Um, so you build a map of the business. So firstly, it's upside down. Steve N- Nelson is here as well. Good evening. Um, the reason I ask you to build a map of the business is not so you build a map of the business of who you currently have what i'd suggest you do is you look some distance into the future and build a map of the business meaning okay we need an owner we need a general manager we need uh, a, um, a business development manager we need an administration manager we need um site supervisor, we need trades people, we need financial controller, we need customer experience officer, we need, um, you know, a track strategy manager, what you know, all of these different areas. Now, they are what I call areas of responsibility. They're not people. So there might only be three of you but there might be 10 areas of responsibility well it just means that one person needs to take responsibility for more more than one area of responsibility and so build a map of the business that would be ideal an ideal structure for the business you want not the business you've got but the business you want and you look at all of these different areas of responsibility Then the next thing you do is sort of put your team down to one side, so all of the team members, including yourself, and maybe make a list of each individual uh, team member's strengths and abilities and then uh, assign them to the areas of responsibility that they would best be suited to, that they would perform best in. And again, forget about how it currently is. This is just kind of this is like the the AFL coaches uh, magnet board where they've got all of the players and they're moving them around the board to see which which would be the best lineup with who where, if you know what I mean. So this this is um, you just playing with the with the pieces to see what would be the best fit. Now the reason that I suggest that you do this is to find out where there are deficiencies in your team so let's say um, there really isn't anybody who is well suited to um, the customer experience management area so a person who is going to take responsibility for the customer experience so what this means is when you are hiring rather than just going okay how we currently are i think we need someone in the supervisor role or we need another tradesman or whatever think about where the biggest gaps are in the in your business and look at those areas of responsibility and look at which ones in your view are the highest leverage areas of responsibility so which ones if we really got that area of the business humming beautifully which area would make the biggest difference and the biggest improvements to our business and have we got somebody who is geared up mentally emotionally um, and and uh, ability wise to be able to handle that area and if you haven't got somebody maybe that might be a bit of a mental shift maybe the the people who are already in your team maybe need to move sideways a little bit and take care of some other areas of responsibility and you look for somebody to come in that has the right makeup to take care of that area of responsibility that so far, the team you've got, you haven't got that area covered, particularly if it's a high leverage area of responsibility. So I hope that makes sense. The question that, uh, or the answer that, that sometimes becomes obvious when I've encouraged people to do that is, do I really need to hire type of person that i initially thought i needed so this is a really terrific exercise for a number of reasons Um, one of which i've just explained it helps you um, get a little clearer on where you should be looking to hire to better your business rather than just fill a hole Um, the other thing that you will benefit from building this map of the business is let's say you are the owner so you will obviously be responsible for the area of responsibility of the owner Um, you will probably be the general manager you may even be the production manager as well and you may also be the 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 business development manager Um, you might have a lot of hats uh, you you might be the you might, you might be the everything manager, but the benefit of doing this is that you can see that certain areas of responsibility have more leverage, are more important to the success and the direction of your business than others. And if you are responsible for all of them, let's say you're responsible for six out of the nine areas of responsibility that you've created. It's really valuable to identify which are more high leverage and start to time block your time to work in those specific areas of responsibility. So you will put time aside to work on the general manager type activity. What's the best day and what's the best time of day to work on that? Then put your general manager hat on and just go do that stuff then you might need to be doing a, a bit of a track strategy activity. Um, you put your track strategy uh, manager hat on and you go over and do that stuff. What time and what day is best to do that? So that's another benefit. But also just breaking the different areas of responsibility up. What I have found when I encourage people to do that and they do do it is that it relieves Uh, and reduces a lot of overwhelm and a lot of stress because the perception that many people have is, I've got all of this responsibility, this and 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 this. And when you break it down into different areas of responsibilities, then you time block. Instead of being responsible for all of this stuff, at least for this moment, for this hour or these two hours I am only responsible for this, and I focus on that. And let me tell you, folks, when you do this, the quality of what you do goes up, um, the efficiency and effectiveness of what you do goes up because you're concentrating your area, uh, concentrating your time and your focus and your energy in one area. And then when the... The the buzzer goes for the time is up for working in that space. Now I go over to this other space. Um, It's not all of that difficult to do. You might think, well, you know, that's hard because people are doing this, that, and the other. If you have the discipline to to lock yourself away for small chunks of time to focus in these specific areas, and and you should if you've recognised them as high leverage areas, you will get so much done in a short space of time. I mean, a time block of 20 minutes, you will blow yourself away if you block the time properly uh, for 20 minutes. You you know, you, you'll get so much more done in 20 minutes than you've been, quote, unquote, trying to do for two weeks if you use time blocking effectively and apply it to different areas of responsibility. So... That is the if. So that's the part of Michael's question that he didn't even ask, but I thought I'd (laughs) I'd throw it in there anyway. Um, Emma has said, do you ask the staff what uh, area of responsibility they want to be in slash feel is their strength or does the owner decide based on performance? Um, I think a bit of both. I think you need to, to assess from your observations, what you believe they are best suited for. And having said that, I, I think that they will best perform in areas that they have some, uh, some passion for, some desire for. A great example um, someone told me about some time ago was um, in, in an effort to reduce costs, so it's kind of a profit first Scenario. One of the things they wanted to do was was just sort of cut down things like wastage and uh, and and energy bills. And there there was just one person who wasn't necessarily qualified for anything like that. They just found that that particular person had a real passion for recycling and you know energy saving and reduced carbon footprint and you know someone who was really passionate about those things and so they just asked that person would would they be um up for taking responsibility for looking around looking for opportunities to to save energy therefore saving the company money um and coming up with some strategies to be able to get the lights turned off, save power in certain ways and and perhaps be involved in the education part of it to get people to do, uh, to to participate because just going around, jumping up and down, ranting and raving, telling people, bloody turn the lights off and do this and do that, that doesn't work. You've got to get people uh, cooperating by giving them a really good reason to participate. So this guy was... um, was put in charge of championing that cause and learning how to communicate it more effectively. And because he had a passion for it, he was able to communicate to the rest of the team members, the benefits of doing this. Um, And and so that person became really, really effective in doing that. had a passion for it, enjoyed it, got the other team members on side and saved the company a considerable amount of money on the quarterly power bill. So, example of what i'm talking about so that need i hope that answers your question emma you, you've got to look but you also it's it's good if they've got a, a passion to uh to work in the space that you've identified that they're good at um jake said i need to work on time blocking in general let alone commit to the blocks yeah i start small um We've been talking about that with a lot of black belt members just recently with the PSA, you know, modifying it so it works. Same with time blocking. Start small, um, you know, and do, you know, 12-minute time blocks or something like that. But the secret is go when the gun goes to start. Be prepared. Don't be late. And stop when the the the, the bell goes as well with time blocks. Uh, make sure that you're in an environment where you don't get distracted and all that sort of stuff. And you will start to get drawn towards them. Anyone will uh, when you f- finally um, experience how powerful they are if you do it with the right environment and do it the right way. So if you want to learn more about time blocking, jump into Builders in a Circle and ask a bunch of questions. Mitch says, how do you approach a situation where you can see a particular staff member has a great potential for growth and move into more senior position but doesn't want to and is happy doing the Monday to Friday? Um you can lead a horse to water. You know the rest. The other thing that I would add to that is, uh, and I'm not going to go into this in this uh, session. Maybe it's a it's a good topic for another uh, Builders Problem Solved. But implementing the the monthly one-on-one uh, meetings. So all of that information, because Mitch is a black belt member, you can jump into the members area. There's training in there on how to do proper one-on-one, the monthly one-on-one. Uh, meetings and using a pathways document, because more often than not, they're only happy doing the Monday to Friday because they really don't see any other options. But using the one-on-one meeting and using the pathways document as we do do the training in, in Black Belt, you'll find that a big chunk of the time People go, ah, you know, I, I, I never thought of that. And sometimes you never thought of that either. And you can find pathways for people to grow into. And um, so they love it. They contribute at a greater level. It improves the business. Everybody wins. So jump in to the members area and have a look at that. It's the uh, the monthly one-on-one training in the Frustration to Freedom program in there. So jump in and have a look at that. Second part of Michael's question, uh, which is part of his original question, not one that I added to, um, the when, when should um, you hire? And I've put when, he asked uh, um, how and then asked when. I'm putting when first and how second because I think when should be answered before you ask how to hire somebody. Um, So – The first part of the answer to this is when should I look at hiring somebody? I believe the first thing that you've got to tick off is have I exhausted every opportunity for increasing efficiency and productivity? And I say this coming from a background of 27-something years ago, starting to teach people time management and personal effectiveness, and I've been doing that for eons. Uh, over two and a half decades, and I just know for sure and certain that there is so much efficiency and productivity potential in the business owner that hasn't been tapped into, let alone the team members. So there is so much more potential, productivity, efficiency that can be taken advantage of through systems, procedures, building team, better communication, um, better leadership, all of these sorts of things, and, and you can get improvements happening really quickly. In fact, when we first started Black Belt, there well, prior, it was before Black Belt, we had a, a builder um, come on, um, and uh, within about six weeks of, of starting with us, they uh, reduced their team size by around about a third um and not, and shortly after that, by implementing the things that I just spoke about, they doubled their productivity. Right? They doubled their productivity with a third less people. That's how much potential of efficiency, productivity, uh, and improvements that can be made with better leadership, better communication, better systems and procedures, um, and and building a real team. Um, Culture was the word that I was struggling for. So, as part of the when, when should you hire? I would say after you've exhausted all of those opportunities, and if you're not, you know, sure what they are, or you want some help with that, again, jump into Builders in a Circle. That's our closed Facebook group for uh, for um, builders. Jump in there and ask a bunch of questions. And what, what I, when people uh, are asking questions, I'm now starting to shoot little videos to to answer them so I can get more detail and more information in my answers rather than typing them. Um, the second part of when should be when profit first says so. That's So profit first, again, for those who aren't aware, is, is a process in Black Belt that we... Uh, implement into our members' businesses that is just a game changer as far as financial measurement and management. And uh, the system dictates when you are able to – you know increase expenses or buy this bit of equipment or put another person on or you know get another vehicle or whatever the case may be we've got to move away from i need it i need it i need it to i i need to make do until i've figured out how to improve the health the financial health of the business before i start to load myself up with additional expenses because that creates a lot of stress. It keeps you up late at night. You'll get worried about it. Uh, you make poor decisions and, and you know, that a lot of bad comes from loading yourself up with expenses just because you think you have to. Don't get sucked into this crap that you've got to spend money to make money. That is true in certain areas, but I think we use it too often to rationalise why we need that new ute or this power tool or put somebody on when we haven't really even started to look at how can I improve as a leader, how can I improve as an example, how can I improve as a communicator, how can I encourage our uh, team to implement and improve systems and procedures to take advantage of um, uh, untapped efficiencies and the potential opportunities there. You know, there's a lot of questions that should be asked first. Stevie G has just joined us. We've got about three minutes to go, Steve, so I hope you enjoy the final three or so minutes of Builders Problems Solved tonight. It's, it's Queensland time. You probably think you're three minutes early or, or, or actually t- 33 minutes early. That funny Queensland time you're on. Um, now, the the last part of Michael's question was how. So, you know, it, it was his the first part of his question. He said how to hire... Uh, the right supervisor and when. So I, I've, I've covered, well, if should it be a supervisor, even? When should be when profit first says so and when you've exhausted all other opportunities for increasing efficiency and productivity. The how. Now, this gets a little weird, but it seems to work really, really well more often than you'd think. Ben has just joined us for the final couple of minutes as well. Also from Queensland. <laughs> um, the first thing you do is you create an avatar. So it's exactly the same. Um, what did you say? Don't you start with, with time, uh, Mick Hawes. gur, says Jay. <laughs> Again from Queensland. What can I say? <laughs> ben says, can't wait for daylight saving to finish. Wow. Yeah, that might be all right for you, but it gets very dark and cold down here when that happens. Um, So first thing you do is create an avatar. So it's exactly the same process that you should go through when you are looking to build an attract strategy. Um, The first thing you do with your attract strategy is really identify with tremendous detail and focus exactly who you're trying to attract. Exactly the same process... Uh, with hiring and and you know i think this can be a little bit politically incorrect sometimes uh, but you don't need to show anybody this is just for you you write down exactly the type of person that you want in your business now just by doing that in great detail what tends to happen is the law of attraction somehow comes into play and i can't explain it all I can say is it happens freakishly often when when people do it. Um, it happened has happened quite a bit for some of the members in, in Black Belt. But the key is getting really, really super specific with your avatar, the the interests, the the age, the you know, their marital status, all of everything. Height, wait the whole thing, eye colour. And bizarrely enough, what happens more often than you'd think is that person just shows up somehow. I can tell you a bunch of stories, but that's what happens. Now, um, so the more detail you can put in that, the better. Once you've done that and no one showed up yet, which can happen, uh, you then write a letter. And so this isn't a a want ad. This isn't a a hiring ad that you'd put in seek.com or anything like that. This is a personal letter. So your avatar needs to have a name. Let's call him Oliver (laughs) because Ollie just put a comment in there. So your, your avatar is Oliver and you write a personal letter to Oliver and you write it in such a way as to why you would like Oliver to join your team we want you to contribute this but we also want you to enjoy these benefits so this is what is in it for you and you talk about the culture and the potential and all of the absolute amazing benefits that they would experience by being part of your team and you write that letter again we don't do anything with the letter like we don't do anything with the avatar but if still somebody hasn't showed up by that stage, you use that letter as the basis for the copy in your advertisement that you then do put in seek.com. And if you do this, I'll guarantee you, your ad will stand out because you're not got the same crap that people put in their ads for recruitment Um, and talk about the tasks and the skills and the expectations and all that sort of stuff. It starts to be a story. To attract people um so number one it'll stand out but it will attract the right people because it has been designed around attracting the the exact person that you're looking for so you will get higher quality responses to your ads doing it this way Uh, you won't necessarily get more responses to your ads but you know i would rather have quality than quantity if that makes sense so they are the three answers to Michael Cunningham's question, and he only wanted two, but I gave three also. So I hope that was helpful. Um, if this has raised any more questions, I'm happy for you to put questions uh, in the comment section underneath um, this video. Uh, even if you're watching the replay, that is just fine, and uh, I'll do my very best to answer. If you've got other questions you would like uh, to have addressed in builders problem solved in, in the future just pop them in builders business black belt facebook message me put them in builders in a circle carry a pigeon camel train letter message in a bottle however you want to do it get the message to me and i will endeavor to answer it so i hope that has been helpful um if it has been helpful i have one favor to ask of you before you get out of here um and I've said it a gazillion times, I am on a mission and I genuinely want to positively affect as many building businesses in this country as I possibly can and I need your help to do it. This is one small way of doing it, putting on this, this show and being able to answer questions for people creating the, the Facebook group, Builders in a Circle. Um, but I need your help And and the one thing I want you to do before you get out of here... Uh, and leave this, this podcast is please click on the share button. It's all well and good for you to like, but what I want you to do is click on the share button for me, please. Uh, and if you want to make some comments when you click on the share button as to why you're sharing this, I would appreciate that as well because the more eyeballs we get that know that Builders Problems Solved exists, the more builders we can help. The more people that jump on Builders Problem Solved and jump on Builders Business Black Belt will find out that Builders in a Circle, our, our Facebook group exists, which is a great place to share resources, share uh, experience, help out other people and get help yourself. Because we, like a peloton, we will all move faster together rather than trying to do this yourself. So a If you don't know what I'm talking about, the big group of bike riders in a bike race is a peloton and they always move faster uh, than an individual bike rider. We will do the same if we stick together. So please, please do me the favour. If this was valuable... And you hung around to the end, please hit the share button, make a comment as to why you're sharing it and help get more eyeballs on these resources so we can affect more positively the building businesses around in the building industry. And it, it will help you. If you are in an industry that is more professional, that is more effective, that is more respected, your business will be more successful also. So please join in the cause for me. Okay, that's it. Uh, as usual, our 30 minutes has turned into 35, so I'm going to get out of here before it turns into 36 or 37. We'll be back again next week. As I said, give us your questions uh, through any means possible. Um, and Mitch says, when is now a good time to start, guys? That's, uh, he's quoting... Me who, and I was quoting somebody else, so I don't know where that saying come from, but I think it might have been Tony Robbins. When is now a good time to start? It's a great question. (laughs) Thanks for reminding me, Mitch. So that's it for this evening. I'm Mick Hawes from Builders Business Black Belt. I'll uh, see you again next week in another episode of Builders Problem Solved. That is it. I am out. Bye for now.